You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 222. Why Strong Leaders Are Still Needed, Part 2. Last week we started this discussion on how uh, strong leadership is, is really in some circles looked down upon. And uh, leaders are scared to make decisions. They often apologize for decisions that they make. And uh, I'm not talking about you know a leader having bad behavior, but I am talking about a leader who actually leads and why we need strong leaders. Churches need strong leaders. Businesses need strong leaders. Nations need strong leaders. Um, a, a leader should not apologize for leading from a position of strength. And we highlighted a couple of reasons why we still need strong leaders last week. First of all, they provide us with insight. Um, leaders provide us with the ability to see further down the road. Um, they, they, they see what other people don't. They're able to see the big picture. They're able to see the small picture, but they're also able to see further down the road, and we need that so much in our lives. They also provide initiative. Uh, leaders uh, make decisions. They're, they're decisive. They um, take the initiative. They, um, they're not afraid to, to step out and be responsible for the organization. There's nothing worse than a leader who expects somebody else to go first. If you're the leader, it's your job to, to put yourself out there, to make the decision, to um, make the, 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 the difficult decision, to make the hard suggestion to your executive team about maybe something that needs to be done um, in the organization. But don't expect others to do those difficult things if you're not willing to do it. So leaders provide us with insight and they provide us with initiative. And then kind of jumping in today, um, I want to pick up and I want to talk about influence. Uh, leaders influence us in positive ways. Now, of course, they can influence us in bad ways, but I'm not talking about that kind of leadership. True leadership is contagious. Good leaders, strong leaders are passionate, and it makes us want to follow them. Think of you know, one of the best leaders that you've ever worked for, whether it was or, or followed, whether it was in a church or um, an organization or, or, or you know, your company, um, what was it that made you want to follow them? What made you, what was it that they um, emulated that, that made you want to trust them? And, and, and usually one of the things, and there's several others that we'll mention, but um, one of the things that, that, that often comes into play is they bring a passion to the job. Nobody wants to work for a leader who doesn't have passion. If they don't want to be there, why should I want to be there other than just a paycheck? Um, the words influence and influenza 
come from the same root word. Real leaders are contagious. People catch what they have. People are drawn to their vision and their values. They're able to gather a following of people and move people to action. Um, we want people following us. If I'm a leader, I want them to follow because they've caught it, because they've kind of gotten caught up in my passion and they want to um, follow as well. You know, Craig Groeschel, who's really one of the, the, the leadership gurus in the U.S. right now, just doing such a great job building a, uh, an amazing church, the largest church in America. But um, you don't do that unless you're a good leader. And he says, you know, you can buy people's time, but I have to earn their passion. I mean, if, if you work for me, I'm buying your time. But to get you to be passionate about your work, I've got to influence you. And if I'm not passionate, there's no way I can earn your passion. But the way I can do that, the way I can earn your passion is I, I can cast a vision that's compelling and exciting and um, something that challenges you to do greater things. You know, there's something deep inside of all of us that, that really wants to, to make a difference. Um, wherever we work, whatever we do, we want to have that feeling that we're making some kind of difference in other people's lives. So I can earn people's passion by casting that really awesome and compelling vision. The other thing is by having a positive attitude myself. There's nothing worse than working for a negative leader. That They're constantly negative. They're constantly putting down upper management. They're constantly putting down other managers and other supervisors. and um, They're just negative. They're no fun to work with. They're always criticizing. But on the other hand, when you have a leader who is positive, who is upbeat, who's encouraging, that when you go and talk to them um, about a problem or, or situation or just something you need guidance on, when you walk away from that conversation, you feel uplifted. Those are the kind of people that inspire loyalty, and those are the kind of people that we want to work for. Well, don't go away. We'll be right back. But before we share um, two other important reasons why we still need strong leaders, I want to uh, just touch on this week's resource highlight. Uh, my book, New Testament Snapshots, takes 12 of the lesser-known leaders in the New Testament, and we highlight them, their lives, and their ministry. You know, some people, um, if you ever look at a group photo, you know, there's always those people kind of in the back row that, um, you know, maybe get hidden behind somebody else, or you only see half of their head in the picture, and you know, that's just kind of life sometimes. But even in the New Testament, there's people who maybe get hidden behind some of the bigger personalities. I mean, we know about Jesus and Paul and Peter and John and other, you know, important and, 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 and influential leaders in the New Testament. But there's so many others who have such a crucial role that um, if we're not careful, they can get hidden behind, um, you know, the head of, of one of these other great leaders. So, um, New Testament Snapshots takes a look at 12 of these leaders and pulls out some great life lessons that we can learn from them. So check out New Testament Snapshots. There'll be a link in the show notes, and I know you will enjoy it. Well, let's jump back in. Let's talk about 
two more reasons why we still need strong leaders in the world today. Number four is they provide us with impact. And what do I mean by impact? You know, we talked in, in, about uh, when we were looking at um, influence, we talked about how everybody wants to feel like they're having an impact. Well, w when an influential leader um, comes along, when a strong leader comes along, they really do give us the opportunity to have impact. You know, many of us have heard the classic Steve Jobs line when he was trying to recruit um, one of the, the, I believe it was a vice president from uh, Pepsi to come work for Apple. And he told him, he said, look, we're here to put a dent in the universe. I mean, what a great statement, a classic line. And he was talking about selling technology, computers, phones, other things, which are great. I mean, I'm recording this podcast on my MacBook Pro, and my notes are on my iPad and my iPhone sitting next to me. Look, his technology has made a dent in a lot of people's universe. But there's something inside all of us that wants to have, uh, be able to make a change. You know, the world is changed because of good leadership. You think of anything good that's been accomplished in the world, it's been accomplished because somebody was willing to step out and say, well, let's try this and motivate other people to work with them. We're here to put a dent in the universe, and good, strong leaders inspire that same kind of thinking in their people. Um, leaders are able to create a real and lasting change. Um, you know, that's something that we all want to be a part of. And unless something shifts, unless something changes, that's not really even leadership. It's just management. And listen, there's nothing wrong with management. I've, I've been in managerial roles. I get it. There's a place for it. But leadership always shifts something. It always brings some kind of change. Impact is the difference that separates real leaders from pretend leaders. And I don't know about you, but I want to make a difference. Make a difference. And, and, and again, this goes back to the difference between management and leadership. There's nothing wrong with managers. We need them. But at the, the helm of the ship, the guy that's guiding us through the the, the dark ocean, it's got to be a strong leader. Leaders are architects of change. What can I create or how can I make what I have better? I mean, no matter what your job is, no matter where you serve, no matter where um, you spend most of your time, you know, we should all be looking for a way to create, to make better, um, to, to make a difference. And then good leaders influence those around them. Um, and, you know, and that's important. But I heard Michael Hyatt say, good leaders influence those around them, but great leaders influence the world. And that's a powerful statement. How far does our leadership go? How far does our influence go? So impact. Impact is an important thing. And then the last thing we want to talk about when we talk about why we still need strong leaders is they bring integrity. Integrity. Their lives exemplify the highest values. And, you know, we don't have to look far to find um, examples of the opposite extreme. Leaders whose lives don't exemplify the highest values. I mean, we could look at 
um, just go back to, to some World War II leaders, um, hi- historical figures, Adolf Hitler, Joseph Stalin, Mao. Um, these were all influential leaders. They possessed an insight, initiative, influence, impact, yet their lives were not integrated with the highest values. You know, integrity ultimately determines the quality of what our impact is going to be. But not just that, it also determines what our legacy as a leader is going to be. You know, I, I got an email recently, just a couple of months ago, and I've been retired from the police department now since this is being recorded in the middle of in June of 2019. I've been retired from the police department since um, December of 2011. So going on um, nine years, I've been retired from the police department. And, you know, it's, uh, I don't know if my math is right, but I've been retired a long time, and I got an email just the other day, maybe a month ago, from a guy who was, um, when I was a lieutenant, he was one of the sergeants assigned to me. And good guy, solid guy, but he had been through a tough patch in his career, and um, he wasn't sure that he was ever going to get promoted again, and he was discouraged. But I could see the seeds of greatness in him. And I just spent some time with him. I encouraged him. I I did everything I could to help him get to the next level. And he just sent me an email out of the blue and said, Hey, listen, I just wanted to let you know I got promoted to lieutenant. And I wanted to thank you for believing in me. It took him a few years. Hey, that's fine. It took me a few years. But he did it. He did it. And, you know... For me, to have, have been gone from the police department for so long um, and to still be able to have that kind of an impact just means the world to me. And really, that's, that's what it's all about. Who are the people that we're impacting with our legacy? Here's a th- some things when we talk about integrity. When we talk about a, a strong leader having integrity, can I trust them? Are they going to do what they say? That's, that's really what trust boils down to. Can I trust them? Are they going to take care of me? Are they going to do the right thing for me? Are they going to do the right thing for the organization? Do they care about me? You know, there's nothing worse than a manager, a supervisor, a leader who doesn't take the time to get to know their people. Do they care about me? They don't have to know everything about your life, but they should know something. Um, I, I was amazed constantly at, at one of the, the best police chiefs that I worked for. At the height of his uh, tenure, there were probably 800 uh, employees working for the police department. And as best I can figure, he knew every single person by name. Um, I, I never saw him miss a person's name. I don't know how he did it. He must have studied a lot, but he knew everybody's name. And he didn't know everything about them, but he knew something about them. And if, if we want to demonstrate integrity towards our people, um, we need to, to be able to show that we care. And that's one thing that a strong leader brings to the table. They're, they're not afraid to get to know their people and to really show that they care about them. And then do they care about the organization? I mean... You know, we've all worked for those leaders who, as soon as the, the big bosses weren't around, they were criticizing and bad-mouthing them. Um, I saw it in the police department. When I was a young cop, I'd have these 
um, sergeants who would, as soon as there was no brass around, they were bad-mouthing the chief and the assistant chiefs. And, you know, it didn't make a very good impression on me as a young officer, but it also showed me that as, as, uh, as I grew and got promoted myself, that that wasn't the, the example that I wanted to set for the young officers who worked for me. So do they care about the organization? Does their life demonstrate it? Are they willing to sacrifice? You know, it's one thing for, for, for us to ask our people, hey, listen, I need you guys to stay. We've got this project going on. But if the boss doesn't want to do it, why should I? So do they care? Can I trust them? Do they care about me? And do they care about the organization? And, you know, there's a, there's a great book. I'm going to wrap up with this in just a second. But there's a great book that talks about leadership and integrity. It's called Derailed by Dr. Tim Irwin. Um, actually, one of the best books on leadership I've ever read. It's 12 case studies on 12 different CEOs and why they failed. And the reasons they failed might surprise you. They didn't fail because of a lack of competence. I'll tell you that much. Um, integrity had a lot to do with it. So this is a great book. I'll list it in the resource highlights if you want to click through and t- check it out. Um, I think you'd really enjoy it. Um, very, very readable, very enjoyable, great stories, and then some great insights by Dr. Irwin. So just to recap today, what we have talked about. Leaders, why do we need strong leaders? Well, they bring influence. They, they influence us. They uh, hopefully endue us with passion. We we want to be filled with passion because we follow them. They bring impact. Because we follow a strong leader, we we can help uh, make a a difference in our world. Um, We want to follow somebody that's going to help us do that. I don't want to follow a leader that's just going to um, help me maintain status quo. I want to make a difference, and I know you do too. And then strong leaders also bring integrity. There is nothing worse than a leader who lacks integrity. But we need strong leaders who also exemplify integrity and show us what it means, not just to be a good leader, but to be a good person. Well, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com. Leave me a question or comment in the comment section for today's post. While you're there, make sure you sign up to get my free newsletter. Um, I publish three blog posts a week. This podcast is actually one of them. So there's a, a blog that comes out on Monday and Friday, and then the podcast comes out on Wednesday. But uh, I also send out a members-only, uh, subscribers-only newsletter that, uh, that comes out once a month that has some um, additional leadership teaching and um, also some uh, news about what my wife are doing in our uh, international ministry travel. So I'd love to stay in touch with you and make sure you sign up. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And until next time, let's keep having an impact.